What's up? Welcome back to Up in the Locker Room. I'm your host, Darren Nanos, and I'm coming to you from Long Island City, Queens, in New York. This is episode number 12, and uh, yeah, it's like the end of the first season, quote unquote. Um, I'm just calling it, you know, 12 episodes. It's not exactly 12 for 12 months, but you know, there's some hiccups in the middle there, reasons for delay. People got sick, you know, this, that, the other thing. Anyway, but uh, yeah, that's the end of the first season. Maybe I'll announce some shit soon. I don't know. Maybe not. But uh, stay tuned. Maybe there'll be a little thing to commemorate that. Let's just talk about this episode. On this episode, I got a band that was originally hailing from New Jersey. But some things happened. They folded into members from other states, basically. Uh, So originally in 2017, they released their self-titled demo. Then in 2018, they released Democracy Dies on Refuse Records. Fast forward a little bit. In 2020, they released the Resurrect single. Then I guess they kind of did a little change up. So now fold in a couple members from Pennsylvania, from Baltimore. And you got the lineup that's about to play for you right here, right now. So let's get right to it. Thrashing straight from New Jersey, Maryland, and Pennsylvania. Let me introduce to you Wall Breaker. I'll introduce this real quick. Right there. (laughs) We're Wall Breaker, and we're up in the locker room with Darren. Let's do it. Fucking wild, break the 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 fucking
Oh, the alarm on my phone is going off. Oh, good. I should little, try. Little well, it's snoozing now, so whatever. Okay. We're Wallbreaker. We're from New Jersey, Baltimore, and Lancaster. The Amish country. There you go. Big thanks to Taryn for having us up here. I'm bad at banter. So we'll leave it at that. We're going to play a bunch of newer songs. Those were just older songs. But yeah, we're going to play some new songs now. This one is called... Chaos Magic!
Awesome. That was the first time I didn't fuck that up. Oh, that's My carpal tunnel was uh, fucking up, though. Right before we started it, I almost forgot all the words. You didn't, though. You said you all ju- You just have, to, just have to remember the first word. Or fake it well. Exactly. Mush mouth, right? <laughs> Not the band. I remember the band. Fair enough. They're from Pennsylvania. So is Lucas. There's a connection. Hey! Were they from Lancaster? I don't know. I think we're going too far down this rabbit hole. All right. It's true. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Time will tell. Uh, This is an older song. It's on our LP. It's called Lucky Assholes, and it is about the lucky motherfuckers that were born in a place that accepts them versus the people that have to travel to a place and not be accepted. Kids call that Nepo babies. Nepo. It's called... Yeah. Or it's also about people that were born and going to shows at a certain time and they think they're all that because they saw certain shows or were in certain bands or whatever. Doesn't fucking matter. Hardcore is happening right now. Your scene is happening right now. And if you were there to see whatever band or play whatever band or be whatever band, be on whatever album, you're just a lucky asshole. There you go. That's what the American Hardcore movie told me. I didn't say it, but it's been said.
almost out of your hair. So back to Moshe. This, uh, this next block of song goes out to the Wallbreaker Wives and Vidi Stigma. And Darren. <laughs> yeah, Darren too. Yes. <laughs> this guy's breathing in all our sweat and <laughs> gross air. And he asked us to come on. <laughs> all right, so we got three more. We are Wallbreaker from various locations along the East Coast. And we're coming at you from up in the locker room in some storage facility in Queens, New York. It's a good place to be. Let's get coffee afterwards. <laughs> so they say. Give me a full look, Jesus Christ. All right. This one is, uh, oh, this one is actually gonna, is on uh, a compilation called Punks for Autism. Uh, that has now been released. I don't have anything magical to say about it, but it's an awesome cause and it's an often awesome nonprofit. So if you like us, if you like the cause, if you have a few bucks burning a hole in your pocket, please donate it, pick up the comp digitally, and I think it's also going to be released physically at some point as well. 100 LPs, I believe. 100 LPs. Uh, so big thanks to them and Combom Collective for uh, involving us in that project. And this song is off that. It's called Nothing On Me. Chris Moore and uh, Mike DC. Yes, Chris Moore, Mike DC, thank you so much.
Thanks. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. It's Cincinnati. And it's like you, the, you do your wash. Yeah, you do your wash. You do your wash. It's yeah. crick, and um, yeah, yeah. you know, um, it's not a piano. It's a piano. <laughs> I'm learning so many things. It's a grand piano. Oh, oh. <laughs> not, not, not fish. 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 So I can see this interview is going super well. <laughs> well, we're, this, we're, this isn't really part of the interview. It can it? be. It oh, doesn't God. matter. Oh, I, I was going to say, hey, to you. here we are with Wallbreaker, but hey, this <laughs> is a good start because I've never heard any of this shit. We're all learning a lot of stuff here. We're just going to talk about accents. Uh, can we just go down the line and everyone say their name so people can you know, know who you are? And you want to start? Start with, you. Start with uh, right. I'm, the future president. Oh, gross. <laughs> uh, I'm Jeff. Uh, I play bass and I occasionally grunt uh, backup vocals. I'm uh, Jeremy. I play guitar. And Ken, vocals. Um, Lucas, I play drums. Sweet. And Lucas is the new guy. Um, Lucas kind, is kind of, of relatively guy. speaking. Yeah. How, how new is new? Uh, I started uh, t- fall 2021 is when I joined the band. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. A little over a year. A little over a year. Yeah. It, it took us a minute and a few bouts of COVID to uh, <laughs> yeah. get to being show ready. Yeah. Yeah. COVID like hit us hard where we uh, didn't have a drummer and then we had a drummer and then COVID and, and then we, we didn't, didn't have, have a drummer <laughs> and then we had Lucas and then COVID got scary again. So we just stopped. And we all got COVID and then, oh, and then, and we had a band again. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a lot of false starts and then uh, here we are guys. Yeah. yeah. But I also felt like we, it had been a long time cause we'd lost our, our first drummer Ben when, uh, you know, well before the pandemic, mm. and then uh, the pandemic happens. Walk the it, back, lost. Sounds wait, wait, very can, final. can we say yeah. lost. Lost. He's fine. He lives in Arizona. He's lost. He's fine. We lost him to the south. He's, yeah. he's great, and he's a, a wonderful presence on social media. But um, and a wonderful dude. But yeah. it, been trolled on the internet. I just probably did it. I just really didn't want to get to the point where we were like uh, playing shows after the pandemic, and we just had the same set before the pandemic. So we took a while to write like you know, almost a full new set of songs just cause I didn't want to be like, yeah, here we are. And it's been three years and, and we're back to where we we're, were. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Starting it really over, was like eating at me. old merch. Okay. <laughs> all right. or, or no merch. Well, we have some, <laughs> yeah. not a lot. <laughs> we have merch. This is not a lot. Some merch is better than but, no but merch. But essentially a new set list. And we've been working on another LP, I guess. Yeah. Wait, wait. So before we go there. Yeah, sure. First, you were just talking about a first show in a Mexican restaurant. That's obviously not the whole band's first show. That was your first show. That was my first show. That was our first show show since 2019. Back. So So this is the first, a lot of first. Yeah. A a semi-first show. Yeah. Was it the first time any of you guys played in a Mexican place? I don't know if I played in a Mexican restaurant. Yeah, it's first for me. I've played in a green place before. A different Mexican restaurant. The Mexican places are great places to play. I mean, that's I think that's the bottom line. I really like Mexican food and hardcore, so there's really no losing. Unless it's bad Mexican food. It was also my Mexican first <laughs> like live show since like 2014. Wow. Cause, wow. Cause, yeah, because grad school happened to me, and then wow. I didn't play for a long time. Wow. Grad school I couldn't find I couldn't find a band when I was in South Bend at all. What so. was the last band that would have played shows? Uh, I was in a death metal band called Hetera. Oh, oh right, I played yeah. with those. Guys. Yeah, everyone before run your discogs yeah. before you joined. That's right. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, he was, he was also in the band Brainiacs. I was oh, in the band Brainiacs. Okay. Yeah, they were sick. Wow, it's a good name for a band. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I really liked playing at Cinco de Mayo it because awesome. it is a, it's a cool place. And I, I guess my understanding is that it was like the after show spot. Sure. 
and then it became the show spots. It's like cutting out the middle person. As a New Brunswick elder who's been going (laughs) to shows in New Brunswick since 1997, I've seen like all the waves and shit. And like after the grease trucks stopped being grease trucks and they turned into like a bunch of restaurants on that road, not as much fun. Like everyone just went to Cinco after shows, Uh, like probably around 2010, 2011 or whatever. And that was just the after show basement spot. And it's awesome that like, you know, we're, I don't know how many generations of hardcore kids <laughs> I am removed from them. Right. Uh, but it's sick that they've like continued the tradition of like, hey, let's go to Cinco after the show, and like, shows happening there. It's all, and that's become the main show spot in New Brunswick too. That's the main show. Yeah. So New Brunswick is still the spot. It's, then? I mean, it's, it's a spot. It's a what's spot. weird is like I feel like there's always news articles about New Brunswick talking about like, oh man, it was really great when Thursday was around, and then you'll <laughs> see another article. And it's like, man, the screaming females made New Brunswick, but it's like it was always doing something, yeah. whether yeah. or not like major labels were paying attention to whatever. Right. It, it is what it is, but I think it's uh, it's never stopped. Gotcha. It's just, uh, you know, the kids get younger and I don't know who to ask a punk for an <laughs> anymore. I don't know if they yeah. want a guy in his 40s uh, right. asking a teenager. <laughs> I mean, cops weird. have tattoos now, so you could still be looking like an arc, you know what uh, I mean? You know, I have a shaved head and a mustache, so it doesn't help. I was wearing an OG black flag shirt on the streets of Manhattan and a cop stopped me and told me not to sell that shirt to some hipster. <laughs> was it Whoa. one of those make me come shirts? <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was, it was a loose nut shirt. <laughs> That's a great shirt. Oh, orange one. Yeah. That's sick. Um so how do you guys actually keep this band active? Because you're you're in three different states, right? So Yeah. How that- often is it a band? <laughs> That's kind of why it's sort of a slow-moving monster yeah. as well and why maybe it takes us a long time yeah. to get our act together we, and play we, shows. We have a midpoint in Philadelphia. as uh, Philadelphia is like our midpoint where yeah. like it's a good hour plus for everybody. And Well, not I think Lucas is the closest, but yeah, so it's like an hour plus and that's our, our hub. <laughs> but we're not a Philadelphia band. <laughs> we actually haven't played Philly in years, but we're playing next month. Um, yeah, Philly is our thing. We do it like once a month. We do a practice or something productive. Okay, all right. <laughs> so that's our goals. Yeah, I mean, we're. All, I don't want to. I don't want to like give it away, but we're we're all away, in our forties now. <laughs> now. Have you know partners and families and yeah, was our parents. You know, <laughs> yeah. jobs that pay us and uh, sometimes. <laughs> so Wallbreaker sometimes gets you. kicked to the back burner here and there, <laughs> yeah. but. The cool thing is, is that we have, it, there's really no reason why this band should exist at this point, but it does. <laughs> You've defied the odds. Exactly. I think, I think the, the, like uh, through COVID, expect- there's no reason why. Yeah. <laughs> if the expectations stay low, we're doing awesome. Fair enough. Yeah. 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 Keep the, we keep the bar low. <laughs> if your expectations are like, yo, let's go on a like nine week tour and release an LP. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, maybe we'll do nine weeks over the course of 12 years. <laughs> sure. Fair enough, but we might be, well, hopefully are heading to Europe uh, at the end of summer, early fall to uh, play the 35th anniversary of Refuse Records in Whoa. Berlin. We played the 30th anniversary. Also. So we got invited back, which was nice. <laughs> Sick. Kind of weird to think Five about years it. years later. Refuse <laughs> Records weird. did our, our seven inch and our LP and the guy Robert who runs it is a a fantastic human being one of my favorites actually and that was that was a record label too like when we were starting we're like like what would be like our label like what's the one that we'd want to be on and i think like we all said refuse like yeah it's one of those labels that like 
you know, probably is associated with being like a straight edge label or something like that. But I think it, it's pretty diverse. Yeah. And all oh, of us definitely. have have known Robert before we were in the band, except for Lucas. Right, right. <laughs> He's a new guy. He's great, yeah. Lucas. <laughs> You'll love him. You'll, You'll love him. Looking forward to You'll him. Love him. You'll love him. He's a great guy. Heard, heard stories. But uh, yeah, we did a European tour when our LP came out in 2018. 2018. Yeah. 2018. It was a funny thing too because again, it it there's no reason for it to have happened except for Robert's a good guy and we just said, hey, we're about to sell out of our demo. Would you like our demo tape? Would you want to do like a seven inch of it? And he was like, yeah, sure. And he he said, "Um, well, why don't you come over and play some shows this summer? Amazing. And was being like super cool and friendly. And I think he was like, he was like, do you guys have new songs? And we're like, we got like eight new songs. Yeah. (laughs) And he's like, do you want to do an LP? Yeah, write some more songs to do an LP. I guess we'll do an LP and tour Europe. How many shows will we play? Three? Like like literally (laughs) fell in our lap. (laughs) Three shows. At some point on the European tour, we had played more shows in Germany than New Jersey. Wow. And then at at the end of the tour, the last day of tour, we played more shows, period, in Europe than in America. Wow. Is that true? And then we played a show. Wow, when we, like, the week after we got back, we played that Nightbirds record release show, and then it put America back on top. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, no, we evened out. Oh, did Nightbirds. we even? <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, in ter- even like, America back on top in terms of our show output. Oh, no. <laughs> no other my, measure. Not my outlook on the politics of America. <laughs> oh, way, no. way in the toilet. Bringing up that record, is that Resurrect? No, no uh, that's one before. Democracy Dies was okay. the LP. Well, I want to know about Resurrect. It's inverted, but is that World War Z on the, the cover? It was. Good call. <laughs> Good call. It, was it was World War Z. It was the zombies climbing the wall. Yeah, the yeah, wall yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised you noticed that. Well, the first person. Yeah. I assume, but I wasn't 100% sure. I was like, I can't. I could probably bring it in Photoshop and actually get yeah. the, you know what I mean? But you didn't, that, you didn't realize we were a zombie-themed band, did yeah. you? I mean, I did. That was then, also something... We had done it because Ben was moving, and we were like, well, if we never record these songs ever, let's right. record with Ben. We did those three songs, and then an agnostic front cover that was on a To Live a Lie comp called... Don't look at me. Nobody. A fantastic two-volume cover comp on Sincere to Flattery. Sincere Flattery. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> lots of great bands in there. Joe, oh, also from New Jersey on do? there. Man, I totally I forgot, forgot about that. What was it? Well, it was... Um, uh, Shit. It's your last warning. Last warning. Last warning. My son, Robert Ramone, also did a uh, uh, guest vocal on what, that. What, oh, what, so Rob, what does Robert do? Uh, <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> one, one day we're going to have Robert sing a full mad ball. Ball of destruction. You must uh, before he gets too old. Or, or I, maybe he's funny at a good age a, now. He's nine. Oh, he's about clock, to turn ten. Getting clocks ticking. Yeah. Yeah. We got to have a child singing. Do you want to do that wall. to him though? Is that the life that you want to send him? That's my goal. I'm, I'm not sure. He's more, it, honestly, he's more into like the. I mean, he had like a. He loves Iron Maiden. He had like a Ramones phase. He had a Huey Lewis in the News phase. Right. Discussed. Right. But now he's had a Huey Lewis in the news. Fair enough. <laughs> Who yeah. hasn't? I know, exactly. And if exactly. they haven't, well, when he don't had, trust them. When he had that phase, I also had another Huey Lewis in the news phase <laughs> in my life. But uh, there was a Duran Duran phase. But now he's kind of just into the like uh, Sonic the Hedgehog soundtracks and <laughs> I love that. theme songs. How does he feel about the breakdown demo? <laughs> both of them? Uh, we can ask him later <laughs> <Both> today. <demos? laughs> Dad, I think I like both demos. Uh, that's hilarious. Uh, but yeah, Resurrect. So that was supposed that was supposed to be uh just like either our swan song or a promo <laughs> or for what was to come. A swan yeah. song titled Resurrect. Yeah, so um that was like that's why the artwork's just a picture of some zombies. because <laughs> uh, it was like, well, let's just get this out and then um we were supposed to start playing shows again with a different drummer and then COVID happened and uh right. yeah, we didn't do that. So that was a that was a uh, demo that never saw physical release. So there was many different 
dead alive, dead alive. Yeah, we went up and down a few times. Yeah. yeah, we're here now though. But now we're back. Now you're back. If, if anyone's, if anyone's seen Brian Lamb, oh yeah. Uh, can you let us know if he's okay? Oh, <laughs> sure, sure. He just kind of disappeared. Disappear. Yeah. He totally wow. disappeared. I don't. I don't think he died. Um, I did. I thought I saw him by uh, Grindcore House in Philly. Uh, a couple months ago, but he could have been just He's, some other tattoo. Give us a glasses. shout out. He's just not answering calls. Yeah. Brian yeah. Lamb, if you're yeah. out there, mm-hmm. say hi. Hope you're okay. Join yeah. the group chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, when the zombie apocalypse happens, do you guys think it's going to be fast zombies or slow zombies? Oh, you know, well, we were talking about yeah. this last week, <laughs> Jeff. You had a great quote on that uh, one. When that goes down, uh-huh. uh, once the Wi-Fi goes out, I want to be like the first to die. I <laughs> oh, don't want to, like watching The Last of Us and it's like, all right, man, like these zombies are dicks, but like I'll stab them in the head and it's whatever. But yeah. it's like people being dicks and it's like, yeah. I don't want to have to deal with that. Like that's worse. That is worse. Like I, I like zombies are one thing, that you, but like I don't want to have to like play politics with this like redneck who's got like a bunch of guns and I got to like try to get some Gardein off him or something. Like, like I'll yeah, eat how are we even going to be vegan I'll eat, then? I'll eat that like, like <laughs> good you got, points. You got, yeah. you got, you got some oh. like min- progresso minestrone. Like I'm not going to kill wow. someone for that. You know, I've never thought about that. We're only like a week away. Yeah, is that going to out the door. I'm out, yeah. man. Or maybe we'll all go, you know, plant based. Maybe, right? Because you don't want to eat shit. the zombie meat, right? Yeah. Wow. Go vegan. <laughs> you, I think you just made zombie apocalypse. Go yeah. vegan. That is a new campaign for veganism. You, you know, zombie apocalypse. Um, I'm going to say fast zombies to get back to the original. Yeah, yeah, the original question. Fast That's what it's going to be. Yeah. I think fast zombies on skateboards. Fast zombies on, on ramps. I love that record. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which RKL record was yeah, that? Exactly. <laughs> I love that six two five release. <laughs> um, so you guys, you mentioned New Jersey hardcore, a band like Jelt. There's obviously been a lot of different generations of New Jersey hardcore over the years, but I feel like thrash and like fastness is a thing that's built into New Jersey. And what about New Jersey life is the thing that makes that? possible i will counter your argument really <laughs> and say it's not okay i would say oh, I it is. if so if a band like tear it up pretty much known for like you know at the time like probably one of the bigger bands yeah go to california they're probably selling out a giant venue come home from new jersey i don't know they're playing like 30 top <laughs> i don't know and then like you know a band like e-town concrete can play a show once a year sells out a big venue i feel like was okay. fury of five sold out the house of independence in like a day wow <laughs> like Okay. You know, a- anything fast, you know, like even like Nightbirds, like they yeah. sold out the house in Independence, but it was the last show and it was like kind of big, but like, I don't think fast stuff does go over as well as you think. I feel like, I feel like heavier beatdown stuff is really like what New Jersey does. I think now, just, is that just because the fast bands are the ones that get out of New Jersey? And so that, that, that that's, that's, that's why it's people's opinion. That's why so maybe from the outside looking in. That's why Down in Flames and Tear It Up would go across the country to like people watch them. I think there's just two worlds because we're so oh, yeah. fucking densely packed yeah. in New Jersey that there's just, there's always, there's like so many punk and hardcore scenes just happening. There's at least three and so much, and so much parallel punk and hardcore scenes. that I'm really not interested in even like being a part of. Right. <laughs> so but I, but I, I think like the, like the fast show, DIY there was a show. In, there was a show in Philly last week that I went to see Jeremy's other, what's your, what's your band called? Jeremy, you should plug them. Oh, I, I sing in a band called Social Pressure as okay. well as play guitar in this band. So they played a Successful show. Plug. In, they played a show in Philly and there were like two other shows going on in Philly that were like, you know, one was kind of more oi and one was Something else, probably hardcore. But like yeah. there were like three shows going on in the same city, and yeah. all did pretty good. But I feel like New Jersey's 
more spread out but there still will be like three four different scenes going on and i feel like the fast stuff's not the big one what are the what are the three areas the you one. say <laughs> <laughs> definitely the best one what what are the three different like scenes areas wise is, is it like tom's river or something probably the shore is a scene the shore, new brunswick's yeah. a scene for a while there was like a new brunswick shore beef that really? I think it's just aged out at this point. <laughs> I'm so long. I'm old, man. Like I know like old beefs. And there's definitely like a New Brunswick Shore beef that it's probably not existent at this point. I can't imagine it is. But um, like dialing it back in New Jersey to like early 80s, I think of like the worst or something. And yeah. right. that is fast as fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. All, like yeah. those mother bands are just, yeah. you know, tearing it up. Those no were pun all intended. The sh- they were all from the shore, but they'd go to like CBGBs and stuff like up yeah. to New York and play that. And so, like, I guess I'm a New Jersey transplant, so I do yeah. always sort of think of New Jersey as, like, even a band like Floor Punch being, like, you know, youth crew bands. But I feel like being Floor Punch fucking fast. Time, yeah, exactly. They're the a youth crew band like, that plays fast. At the fast time, though, I parts. feel like they probably hung out more with the Fury of Five types, though. You think so? I think so. Like, mm. I mean, I wasn't really, it was a little before my time. Yeah. So, like, I feel like they, I seem to remember something. But at the same time, I could be totally Or fucking 97A, yeah. again. Uh, but yes, that's also, exactly it. They yes. were also sort of on their own little island, too. Like. Fair enough, but still fucking fast. That's the yeah. thing. Yeah, very you know? fast, for sure. So maybe all the fast bands are on an island and we uh, yeah, all maybe. find each other. But I feel like they're good, so people pay attention. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's what it is. Like know. I said, I think from the outside looking in, right. that's what I know New Jersey for. Yeah. But maybe that's also what I prefer. So yeah. Do you think or, maybe it's like I a thing so. where <laughs> because the stuff that goes over big is like, you know, beat down hardcore stuff that like the people who want to play in fast bands just put way more into it because they're surrounded by something they're not as into i mean i think at the same time like nobody who's into e-town is gonna listen to like us right it's very like (laughs) it's not gonna happen so it's like i don't have to like try and impress you whereas if some other band's starting and they're trying to be like the new kids on the beat down scene maybe they are trying to I mean, I was just. I can't I mean, wait to get beat down at our next New Jersey show. <laughs> yeah, I was played, asking because I've been to barbecues with Stickman, so I, it's. I was asking. I don't, that know, I was, I was I don't know like, if I could pull that card. There was like a, you know, there was sort of a similar thing with Brainiacs in Detroit, where yeah. like for years no one gave a shit about us at all. We would Cold just. Life we, was the, were they still big yeah, out there? Coldest Life was Hell yeah, yeah. 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 So we would, you know, we we didn't play Detroit for like years. We would just we would go like we went to the West Coast and went over way better there than anywhere else, you <laughs> yeah. know. Um, so I was What's, wondering if it's like a similar dynamic. It probably you know? is. And, and at the same time, like, I can't name a lot of bands from the West Coast, but I feel like fast bands do well on the West Coast. Yes, yeah, exactly. Which is weird. Yeah, like, they, they that is weird. The like, kids would know our lyrics. We'd be like, <laughs> we don't know our <laughs> lyrics. How do you know these? I don't know our lyrics. You had a CD that had like do we have 70 lyrics? songs on it. It's <laughs> a lot of lyrics. It's a lot of lyrics yeah, to remember. Jesus. I was like, I know Sean Wright stuff, but I didn't even know we were, I didn't know what he sang. I, mean, I couldn't even remember 12 songs to me. I yeah, it's I seem to remember when the first time I went to the West Coast, like everyone was into fast music. Yeah. And it would be, I would, you know, at least on the East Coast, there'd be a certain type that was into yeah. to fast music. You know, you, you could pick them out of a crowd. 100%. Like, okay, this is what they wore. This is, this is what they dressed like. Yep. You know, they had this band's t-shirt. And then I, I played the West Coast. And when it really hit me was um, played in L.A., and it was like, it was South Central. It was, we were told as we were driving in, um, our, our friend Jose from In Disgust was driving us. And he looked at our bass player and he said, you have to take those bandanas off your boots. <laughs> right. Uh, and, what what and, color were they? Yeah. And, and, and our bass player at the time 
was like, man, I ain't taking these bandanas off my boots. You know how long they took them to tie, tie them on? <laughs> they were red bandanas. Oh, and he's boy. like, you got to take them off. Yeah. We're going to Crips territory. Yeah. Like, they will shoot us. A hundred percent. And I remember like, oh, wow. Like, this is the life I'm leading right now. This is cool. Yeah. <laughs> and we get to the show and the show's this, you know, probably, I don't, I don't even remember how many people were there. But it was this wonderful amalgamation of like really crusty kids Kids that were straight up like, oh, this kid likes grindcore. Yeah, you know, and yeah. then there was a lot like, of grindcore kids. Yeah. And there was like varsity jackets. Yeah, and this was like it's a good mix. This was like July. So like, these kids, <laughs> yeah. I mean, these kids like in the varsity, they're jackets, doing it for a reason. They yeah, it's like the uh, like the leather jacket punks. You know, I remember yeah. there was there was a show we played at Asbury, and there was a dude with like a straight edge varsity jacket, and I was like, sick, we're one of those bands now. And he like he left, <laughs> he, he left before, before we played. Before we played. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was actually going to ask about that because technically you guys are a straight edge band, right? Well, we don't really advertise anymore. Okay. Um, Lucas, or did we ever? I yeah, we didn't know. do it very well. <laughs> uh, Lucas is, is not straight edge. Uh, and okay. We were looking for a drummer. We were looking for someone who vibed with us more than like makes a lifestyle choice. Gotcha. So gotcha. it's like there are bands that fake it. <laughs> but like why fake it? It's stupid. <laughs> we so were almost we're, everyone, accidentally straight edge. Everyone, everyone who, who was straight edge still is. It's just we're not like straight I see. Edge I see. Well, I'll disregard this question, but basically, no, don't, no, go ahead. no, the question was, you don't fit the straight edge sound. And that's why we stopped advertising. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but how do you feel about that? Even a non-straight edge person can answer this question. How do you feel about that even being a thing? Because I remember a couple of years ago, someone online somewhere was like, yeah, here's my new band. Sounds like straight edge. Yeah. <laughs> you know what weird. I mean? Yeah. And really that, right, right, you're right. like, I kind of get it, but yeah. is that a good thing? I feel I, like that's I pretty when, terrible. Uh, when that band Reach the Sky came out like uh -huh. years ago, and people were like, man, they sound straight edge, but they're not. And I was like, <laughs> I don't even think they I, do, I don't know what that is. It's like, yeah. it's like um, and I was like, they're a substituting band. youth crew for straight yeah, edge. Yeah, yes. I think it was. And yeah. it was like, yeah, they had like youth crew elements, but yeah. they weren't straight. I was like, I don't know. It's, it's so strange. And I feel like, like we, we were talking about it in the car, and it was like a lot of straight edge bands just like aren't good, and I, I don't know if like and like some people, are, some and like some, are. People, some are good. like some people like like on Edge Day, like one of my friends was like texting me, he was like, "Yo, check this out," and I was like, "I don't listen to this." Yeah, like, show me like some crusty shit. I don't, <laughs> well, I don't want to hear this. Like in when the like the thrashcore wave revival whatever yeah. happened uh, in the late '90s, early 2000s, it was so exciting to hear bands that were. Uh, maybe calling themselves straight edge, but were comprised of straight edge members. Right. It was so refreshing to me because maybe I didn't like vibe with like the sort of jock mentality the youth crew like is associated with often. And hearing those like super fast, you know, kind of crusty, just no frills, hardcore bands yeah. that were also straight edge. And I was a fucking straight edge geek and still am. <laughs> and I thought like, wow, that's way more my scene than trying to like yeah. avoid an ass kicking at another, you know, quote unquote straight edge show. <laughs> right. uh, but you I know? think too, that there's like a weird like thing where it's like, Real into like shoe collecting and like they all yeah. got like good haircuts. Like I don't got it. either of those. Yeah. Like a lot of them like buy the same Revelation records over and over again. A couple it's hundred like, times. It's weird. Yeah. And it's like I got it once, man. Yeah. I got the MP3s. I'm good. I bought the new side by side last night though. <laughs> did you pre-order that one? I did. Oh jeez. Fuck yeah. Oh, geez. Well, I, I feel like at this point, like with that that youth crew revival, that was like a good like gateway yeah. for a lot of people. It was yeah, yeah, yeah. It, the, the, it took the metal out of things. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it, it kind of stripped things down. Refreshing. It made things 
presentable for people that were kind of getting into hardcore. Right. It's right. like if you were kind of had your toes in the water, but you were like, I don't know, you know, mean season, <laughs> yeah. a little medley. Right. You know, um, stark weather. Ooh, yeah. that's, you know, I can't vibe with 10 minute long, crazy, psych- <laughs> psychopathic songs. But hey, Floor Punch, they play fast. Exactly. Hell yeah. Their songs are a minute long. Yeah. At most. Um, it was yeah. like a good, you know, good way to get in. And then from there, I think people, you had the people that got stuck like, I like this. Yeah, yeah, Tenured yeah. Fight was the greatest band that ever existed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, enjoy, I enjoy this kind. <laughs> then you had the other people like, oh, this is good. I like this. But here's a band that plays faster. Yeah, exactly. I kind of like fast. This is even faster. I'm into this. Right. And oh, maybe they're not espousing straight edge. But I don't care but, about yeah. that. They're fast. <laughs> I mean, I think, I guess the point I'm trying to make is like that happened in like, yeah, there was the youth crew revival. Then there was like all this thrash stuff. And I feel like then bands like Coke Bus came around that Jeremy was in originally. Yeah. Like <clears throat> there's always been this like undercurrent of like fast, no frills, bullshit. No, no, no bullshit hardcore. <laughs> Full of bullshit hardcore. Lots that, of thrills. That, uh, a little bit of bullshit. That, that happened to also be straight edge. Right. And that's always been around. And I, I remember when Jeff asked me if I wanted to join Wallbreaker, he specifically said, none of that positive bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that sounds fair. Yeah. That sounds like me. And I said, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can, that's I can positive, with this. Posi, posi core. Yeah. <laughs> Trump I mean, is literally getting elected at that point, so it, I think we, we can go the, negative. We recorded the demo okay. like the week after he got ele- uh, sworn in, I think. Oh, oh, yeah. Shit. yeah. So we oh, actually. So this is a weird. So when we did the demo, it, like as a joke, I wrote Trump era hardcore because it was like he just became president <laughs> yeah. and like well, you know, it's and like, like Reagan era hardcore. Yeah, well, there was yeah. that exactly. bootleg label Reagan era hardcore that like did all those cool bootlegs in the two thousands. We won't say who did it. <laughs> that's for snitches but uh so i thought it was funny and like people were like that's like a trump band I'm like no man like reagan era hard trump uh, like are these uh, guys trump supporters yeah, yeah. Our, like, our european tour some dude asked <laughs> oh, people ask like what do you guys think about trump man. well what do you think about i feel like not enough music has come out because of trump like I it's remember in too, the Bush right? era, there was like a lot of bands talking about Bush. There was even yeah. those comps on like Fat Records and shit. Was it uh, Rock Against Bush? Yeah, like yeah. someone was, that, was like mad about it. One too. What was that one? Mind Comp. Mind Comp. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I really hope that comes off. Not like <laughs> but you know what I mean. I you feel like not enough comp. bands have been comp. like inspired to be angry about politics anymore. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just because of like society is general changing and i kind of feel like when trump got elected to be like man there's gonna be like a new wave of like energized political punk yeah. i remember that. we're like, already here you know, yeah. it's like it's like but, dude i don't know i heard a lot of tambourines come out on yeah, I wonder if there's, like, there's nothing wrong with i wonder if no, the thing is like when trump got elected like ir- irony kind of died because yeah it was just it was so like oh, he was so over the top wow. the, it was the like administration was so fascism. over the top wow. the whole mega movement was it, oh my god the aesthetics of it you couldn't you couldn't mock it in any way that it wouldn't no. already yeah. just absorb you know and they weren't exactly. smart so enough like, to get irony the was dead so yeah so <laughs> yeah, a lot of bands call. instead wow. of being like t- topical about trump had to sort of deflect it into just a more general politicalness because you couldn't make fun of him he was already a joke yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> yeah i never thought of it this way like bush wow. bush still had a self-serious oh yeah you know what i mean reagan yeah. self-serious reagan, yeah very you good. could easily mock them yeah mm. but you how you mock Trump. He's already listened to any of his fucking rallies. Like, like, look shit. at him. He's,
He's could, already doing a bit. Yeah. There could never have <laughs> been like a let them eat jelly beans. Yeah, well, exactly. Or with Trump. It's like, I mean, you can't make fun of him. Yeah. Like, how can, like, like it's, it, you would circle around to being serious. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's why, like, you, you, you try to do Trump era hardcore and they're like, do you, you support Trump? It's like, yeah. no, no, we're trying to make a joke, but you can't make the joke no. anymore. Because, like, no one, that, that, like, like, ability for humor is gone. Well, the yeah. sad thing, too, I think, is that so many of the older hardcore dudes that are still around, they're Oof. at that age now where they're swinging <laughs> back. Yeah. Uh, that man. yeah. Well, what's weird is, like, uh, I was probably telling Ken or something, it was like, you get them and they're like, man, you shouldn't trust the government. And I'm like, yeah, you yeah. shouldn't trust the government. And then it's like, the globalists. And yeah. it's like, ah, oh, no. Uh. Like, no. Like, ah, oh. and it goes so wrong so fast. And it's like, you had the right idea. Yeah. I was like, I used to like your band that I can't anymore. Oh, it's so painful. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it, it's painful, almost but like humorous it, at the so, same time. Yeah. I don't know like, what it is. Well, it's like that, that like, you slap your head and sigh humor. Like, yeah. I'm going to laugh because if I don't, I'm going to cry. <laughs> yeah. Because like, oh, how do you go from from what you espoused, you know, like all these ideals and morals yep. you had, you know, 20, 30 years ago, I guess maybe closer to 40 now. Yeah, 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 probably. yeah. But it's like, how do you go from that to just like, he's right. <laughs> yeah. America needs to be great again. Like, uh, can you tell me when America was great? Yeah. Like I'm not certain. 1981 in the Bowery. <laughs> when I, like when I see that happening, I also wonder like what. Like I'm an aging white dude. Yeah. Like fuck. I hope I don't do some something <laughs> fucking dumb or whatever. And I've, just I've, told, like, I've told my, well, my, that's my wife. That's my greatest fear. I, I've ton, told my wife, partner, best friend. Like if I. If you see me like say or do something off-putting, like course correct me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to accidentally it's do this. It's just like a, the wrong some... click on a YouTube link at this point. Yeah. That's true, 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 true. I think it's like it's like one of those things where if you're if you're like underlying politics is all about grievance, you know, then yeah, you're gonna You'll like, find some grievance. Yeah, because you think yeah, about like true. you think back to, you know, some of the, the, the hardcore bands from the eighties and and yeah, it was like um you know, it was like a, a counterculture, but also a lot of the underlying shit was like reactionary grievance just, but, but could be kind of spun as like being, you know, counter establishment or whatever. Right. And so these guys age, all that's left is the grievance. Like it goes away <laughs> right. and it's now it's like, well, the Republican party is the, is like the party that's saying there's something wrong. It's just that, you know, they're scapegoating, you know, minorities yeah. and libraries. And <laughs> now libraries. And so these guys gravitate towards that. Cause yeah. like what, what's, what is like the liberal side have to like, they're like, they're like, oh no, everything's fine. Everything's fine. It's like, yeah, it's like if you're a leftist, you're like, well, kind of, you know, kind of, kind of yeah. fuck both of them. But yeah. trains are supposed <laughs> to derail, guys. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. I will they shout out um, Bill Wilson from Blackout Records made a, a really good point. He said the people that are saying all these things that are angry about everything. They didn't finish high school. <laughs> Just remember that. Yeah. Uh, that education yeah. thing is sure. a big determinant. And a lot of them never had too. jobs. Exactly. Like real jobs where you have to interact with like normal people in like an office. Like, yeah. No, most of these people are like, they they're small the business bubble. owners is what yeah. they are. They're yeah. small business They're staying in the or, bubble and yeah. getting weirder. I, yeah. I mean, it's hard to, to like, you know, create a, like a, a blanket statement about all old folks in the hardcore scene because yeah, no, there's definitely like plenty okay. of people that that have their heads on straight but man the ones that are shouting the loudest sometimes are <laughs> creating them you know the biggest cringes yeah. yeah i yeah. i had an old bandmate that you know went from 
straight edge positive youth, you know, tattooed on him <laughs> to, you know, I like to smoke weed every day. And Trump is the greatest president oh. we've ever had. <laughs> and I'm like, Whoa. you know what, man? I guess if the weed's helping you get through whatever's going on with your life, that's cool. I'm hoping maybe somehow that's clouded your judgment. Yeah. But just lose my phone number. <laughs> like, we, they, we, you know, what we had in the 90s was cool. But <laughs> I think we it, can age apart. Exactly. <laughs> it showed us uh, who we want to continue being friends with. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely had a few people like that myself. Mm. So whatever at least i don't see them at shows anymore you know they're they're doing their own thing wherever the fuck they are i'm often happy to be in my own bubble I'll, yeah I'll be yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly um well we got into a, a lot of political conversation <laughs> which is fine but uh I mean, we do we go back to talking about like linguistic uh or a minimal regional differences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah well i was gonna you already mentioned like, we sort of like politics and mexican food yeah. True. I like both. I like both. Except, except <laughs> politicians. But I like burritos. Fair enough. Well, I was going to say, you didn't. You said that you don't have anything magical to say, but you recently put out those two songs. Is there anything else you want to say about the autism comp? Or shout it out, tell people where they can get it, and that kind of thing? Punksforautism.bandcamp.com. The comp is called... Punks for Autism. No, Punks it's got autism. a name, too. Uh, you can't define us. You can't define, you can't define us. us. Yes. Um... It go, it's We're a benefit for people. like autism awareness. I know they donate to um, a lot of causes. Yeah, um, I actually listened to a podcast the guy did, and he said that they a lot of autism places don't give to causes once they hit adulthood, which oh, I find interesting weird. because you don't stop having it. Yeah, um, I yeah. used to work with um, kids with autism. My nephew's on the spectrum. Like, no, I know about it. Like, it doesn't stop. You just yeah. continue living, and being an adult with autism is hard. Yeah. Um, so no, I think it's great, and it's. It's a very diverse comp, to say the least. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of hip hop on there. I think uh, is Isaac on that. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Like wow. He goes as Danny Diablo yeah, on Danny that Diablo. one, right? It's yeah. not Crown of Thorns. It's yeah. Danny Diablo raps on a track. One okay. of the guys from No Redeeming Social Value uh, is on another track. It's really it's, it's interesting. Definitely worth checking out. And we were starting to like Lucas recorded a bunch of drum stuff. Yeah. And we were so we were like, oh, we're gonna demo these like new songs we've been writing, and then we got asked to be this. And I was like, well, let's just finish off two and sing. yeah. So eventually we'll bad. have another, you know, recording. I don't know if we'll release it publicly or not, but these two are available. They're out there. Nice. What else is uh, on the horizon for you guys? Show in Philly. Show in Philly. With the legendary New York hardcore band Go. I love that band. Oh, which shit. Is, Go is a play? They're yeah. playing uh, a whole weekend of shows. We're playing the first one in Philly. They're playing New York somewhere. Yeah. But uh, they're doing a weekend of shows. We're playing with them uh, the 27th. Yeah. Roll yes. call. Roll, roll call. Roll call. Shout out to Cell and Controller. Yeah. Gray Cell's uh, members Citizens of Citizens Arrest. Arrest. Yeah. yeah. That's sick. Yeah. Giannis, right? Yeah. And, and Derek. And Derek. Who and plays Derek. Now. That's right. Yeah. Who was in 97A at some point. Oh, <laughs> he was sure. Yeah. He was on the Apple right length. There. Yes. We're, we're doing a band to band right now. And he's in Fright. <laughs> <laughs> we're collecting. Is that still a website? That band I don't know. Man, that was good. Actually, I just use Discogs now to connect things. Speaking of old websites. I know we're not all straight edge, but this was something I thought about. Edge break list. Oh, Who remembers yeah. well, how's it? Your edge? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do we yeah. need one of those in twenty twenty three? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I did like the trade board on that. That was fun. Yeah, I used to okay. trade some stuff. I remember somebody hit me up, and I had some compilation. Whatever it was, it was a forgettable comp compilation, but it had Kid Dynamite on it. Mm -hmm. And some dude's like, I got to collect everything. Kid Dynamite, like, what do you want for this? And I looked at his list, and it was all, like, modern stuff. And then he had 
uh, Agent Orange, the the good LP, yeah, uh, yeah, Living yeah. in Darkness, Living maybe. In darkness. Yes. And it was the original Posh Boy, like original. And wow. I was like, I was like, this is out of place. I wonder if he'll trade me for it. <laughs> and he traded me this like dumb comp <laughs> that was like East Coast Takeover. Oh, shit. <laughs> and it was like whatever it was. And it was like he traded me that for an original pressing Agent right. uh, uh, <laughs> Orange record. And he was like, what a sucker getting this old record. And I'm like, ha, still have it. <laughs> That's what the internet is great for. <laughs> sucker. <laughs> it seems like everyone Taking came out happy out there. Yeah. As long as everyone's happy at the yeah, end. You know? The internet. True. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we have that show and yeah. uh, hopefully hitting Europe at the end of the summer. But mm. we have this, you know, group chat like a lot of bands do. And, mm-hmm. like, Jeremy's like, I've got, like, two new songs. And I've got songs in my head. And yeah. Lucas is Luke. constantly doing cool <laughs> shit. <laughs> we have songs that Lucas wrote that we haven't even... Yeah, so it's yeah. like, man, we need to get together. We, like, we definitely, like, if, if we had time, it, we'd probably have an LP recorded by now. <laughs> but we've got songs to do with. That would be the next goal of releasing. But yeah. ideally, we'll also play uh, more shows in front of more yeah, human of beings. Yeah, yeah. Lucas sends us uh, fully formed songs. Like, yeah. here, here, here it is. With bass like drum. and bass too. <laughs> yeah. We're like, oh, I'll just learn it. It's just easier. Yeah, yeah. That's why I have this room. Yeah. <laughs> it's just easier to demo it out. We were, we were trying. I, I listen to him. I'm like, oh, you know, uh, I, I can send you a phone recording of a riff. I like your phone recording. Terrible. I'll just save it for next time. We'll get together, guys. I just feel like I have a shitload of lyrics to write at this point. I think that we, you know, I think that we've been good about. You know, coming up with like workarounds too for like yeah. you know because sometimes yeah. Jeremy will just come up to Lancaster. We'll just practice he and yeah. I and like write some songs together and get them like quickly recorded on a four track so we can easily show the guys. We don't like waste time at the next mm. practice trying to yeah. come up with a song. So we do stuff to kind of make it more efficient. I yeah. think and so. It's it, that's one way it's worked. It's like stuff I would have never done like in my twenties, <laughs> early thirties. Like oh, no, yeah. Stuff I would have never done pre pre pandemic. And but now like it's like. It's just a better way to work, you know? We're a band that practices like once a month. So it's like you got to be productive in the yeah. downtime yeah. too. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Like, yeah. some time. So but a little pre practice at home. But I think yeah, it's definitely on my to do list. With all these <laughs> new songs, like, I think WB. we're just going we're gonna to pick a number and make that the LP. And then Jeremy and I have been slowly gaslighting the band Pressure Packed into doing a split <laughs> <Yeah>. with us. <laughs> yes. Yes. Shout Wait, out how Pressure Packed. Gaslight yes. someone into so, doing So Pressure Packed is this awesome band from the Netherlands. They're actually on tour in Japan right now. Yeah, crucial section. Yeah, I've seen some. Some, uh, awesome. some footage. Yeah. It's great. They had great band. They posted some sweetest picture. guys. Too. Yeah, there was a video of a band they played with that had a trumpet player. Oh, oh shit! And it was like there was a trumpet solo wow. in a thrash band. It was sick. Yeah, but uh, they, we played with like them only on, in Japan. Uh, <laughs> only in Japan. We played with them uh, in in uh, in Amsterdam on tour, and just immediately we're like, "You guys rule! You guys rule!" Uh, and, and we've been friends, and we've been trying to gaslight them into right doing split with us. <laughs> I'm not sure that's the term. Yeah, whether I like, like it either. Well, way. Like, uh, I'm gonna like, go, well, we I'm like, go with pressuring. Yeah, we're pressuring. Pressuring is just right there. So they recorded a split with like another band that the other band hadn't recorded for. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's the wall breakers. Yeah. And they're like, well, no, we were going to do it with someone else. And I was like, okay, yeah, well, we'll put that out soon. We'll do the wall breaker uh, pressure packed record just keep for it that. How many, how many songs do you want us to finish yeah, so for we'll that? that how many? And they were recording, this is chaos magic. They were recording recently, <laughs> and they were like, oh, cool. Is that for the split with us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, nice. so we're trying to either like will it into existence or just straight up gaslight them into doing it. So you could wait for that to come out, or you could definitely check out Pressure Pack now. Yeah. Anyone yeah. listening, I can't recommend that. They band. have. Two, oh, no. L- two LPs and a bunch of They're demos so that are very good. Like, I, on, uh, well, how would you describe their sound? Like Boston Strangler esque, but faster. Yeah, there's a definite yeah. Boston influence there definitely. for sure. Okay, All right. awesome. but it's just fast fucking hardcore and yeah. it rules. Yeah. yeah, there's like a, it's kind of, it's, it's a little oi tinged. Okay, but it's not, but it's not like 
the mid-tempo yeah fast oi but it's not oi but it's it's just like hey we like oi but we want to play fast it's like negative approach we're like yo we like oi but we're not an oi band yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, we don't want to play slow let's play Detroit again (laughs) Detroit Detroit shout out well speaking of shout outs is there any other shout you mentioned a couple of bands that you're in do you want to shout out any other projects that you're working on whether it be bands or I know the label released one tape recently uh, Je- yeah. Jeff and I have a uh, little uh, oi thing, speaking of oi, yeah. that we've been doing. It was actually something when I first moved to Baltimore, I um, got together with some friends there. I was like, you know, I really want to sing in a band. I don't really want to do a real band, yeah. but I just, I want to, I want to yell. Yeah, you want to get I, it out. I've done it once or <laughs> twice before. It's, it's fun. Yeah. Let, let me try my hand at it. And so we got together, we, we wrote a bunch of songs, and then things fizzled. And then I was like, you know, I, I like some of these songs. I want to do something with them. And um, everyone get down. I'm going to drop a name here. Uh, <laughs> but I, was, I, 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 I started connecting with Matt. I reconnected with Matt Smith from Shark Attack. Uh-huh. We found out. I was like, oh, you know, when, when I was in Rain on the Parade, I played with your, your old band in the 90s a million times. How do we never talk? And right, we just right. got to reminiscing and just being friends. And at some point... He, he mentioned some desire or like an inkling to like sing over something. I was like, oh, funny you mentioned that. <laughs> I have a handful of like uh, kind of mid-tempo, you know, um, oi-influenced hardcore songs. Would you be interested in singing over that? And, you know, thinking like he'd just be like, no. No. <laughs> no fucking way. <laughs> that's, that's cool. I've got my own shit to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lose my number. <laughs> but uh, he was like, no, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd love to do it. Oh, so yeah. I was like, well, you know, shit, let's just make this a real thing. So I I, I hit up Jeff. Nice. Um, I was like, you want to play bass on this? Obviously. Um, and um, Jeremy's always got lots of good projects happening. And so we, we recorded three songs. And that was like my first practice with you was the recording. I didn't, we didn't even like practice. One of those moves. Yeah, yeah. he sent me like phone recordings and I was like, right, yeah, I'll learn. And I, I randomly like, I started a new job and then they were like, oh, uh, we didn't tell you when you started, but we have uh, the week off next week. And I was like, is that paid? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, you guys are idiots. Why would you hire somebody to start the week before you took a week off? So I started a job, worked a week, and had a week off. And All that right. was the week before we recorded. So I was just like, I got plenty of time. Let's learn these songs. Sick. Say the name of the band. Shock Tactics. Yeah, there you go. I was like, well, yes. are we getting to uh, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It's, it's not on Spotify, but it's on uh, my Bandcamp. Okay. You listen to it. Or Google, or Google, I, I named Google, that Bandcamp, by uh, the way. BleedingEdgesLabel.Bandcamp.com. That would go. have all the stuff that I released on my Bleeding Edges label, including Darren's old band, Brain Slug. Hey, uh, label's not too active except to put out stuff I'm, I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, but, it, but it exists, and it's a thing, and it's nice that I can like be like, I know how to release a tape, dude. Because <laughs> those, those three, like we had, we recorded five songs and we had three with vocals and I was like, they're just sitting, man. Let me just put them out on a tape. There okay, no problem. Yeah. I'll pay for it. Even better. No problem. <laughs> I'll get them into revelationrevhq.com. No problem. Okay. And there's, there's plans to do more, but I mean. Well, the original plan was we recorded five songs someone's going to want to do a seven inch maybe. And then we realized nobody wants to do seven inches anymore. Yeah. And like, if this Which was sucks because seven inches rule. Seven they're inches the best is, is the, the, is the yeah. punk format. That's the punk yeah, exactly. But like nobody yeah. wants to pay $12 for four songs. Yeah, man. <laughs> but so we were like, they're like, well, if it's an LP, we'd be more interested. And we're like, all right, fuck, we got to have more songs. <laughs> so now we're in this limbo of like, well, we got to write five more songs, I guess. All right. It's like a little tricky. Got to put old. the work in. We're old and live far away from each other. <laughs> and, um, and then once Lucas joined... Uh, Wallbreaker, him and I started talking, and just like, 
You know, you know, Wallbreaker's fast, but we should ride faster. <laughs> Maybe <songs>. we can <laughs> go faster. faster, exactly. And Whoa. Lucas, Lucas I, I sent, you know, replied to a text or something. He's like, you know, I really want to play some blast beats in a song. And I was like, oh, cool. Um, okay. Let's practice. And then like 10 <laughs> minutes later, you know, got it. I was like, ooh, he must play blast beats. Cool. I grab my guitar and like 10 minutes later I text him back it's like uh, so I've got like two songs <laughs> yep. uh, so when do you want to practice nice. and yep. what's the name of that band Grim Statistic Grim Statistic yeah so definitely like a kind of a drop dead capped Kaz okay. kind of All fast right. core you know your, Super your, fast. your late 90s yeah, early yeah, 2000s yeah, yeah. kind of blast beat fast there core there will be stuff. 90 songs on your LP yeah. well <laughs> and we're talking about fast stuff I know yeah. that there's a book in the works <laughs> <laughs> What was that? Right outside the door. I don't know. I guess so. <laughs> that was a And entire drum set. The reason for that is because it's taken me like 10 years to do this book. My apologies to everyone out there. There is a book in the works that is an oral history that covers on a global level the like wave of hardcore punk, fast, thrashy bands from the very late 90s into early 2000s. So I got this like crazy idea to do that because I enjoy oral history books a lot. And I thought that was a cool time period. Um, you know, I was in my twenties and so I really enjoyed it and was seeing lots of shows. If I don't do this, somebody else will. Right. So I did this crazy thing and I interviewed 170 people around the world. Holy so I dug shit. myself a giant hole to, to dig myself out of. Yeah. Um, and so we're still in the, pro- like I've done kind of my part of it. And now I'm working with a designer, uh, Paul uh. Delia, who is, uh, you know, screening for a change, tear it up, tear it cut up. the shit, dead nation, cut yeah. the shit, the rights, a million other bands. He's in rough kids now who just put out an awesome LP. Uh, very different than those other bands that I just mentioned. So he's doing the layout and the design, which is really cool. And one day it'll be on shining life press. Hell yeah. Uh, and Zach and John have been super, super <laughs> patient with me, uh, and cool. And I could, this never would have happened with any other, uh, publisher. I don't yeah, think so. Yeah, I, yeah. I appreciate their, uh, supportive and diy approach to it but awesome. yeah it'll be out on shine life press this year Question mark? Sick. Ooh, uh, nice. it's gonna be called Question mark uh, exclamation point it'll yeah. be called play to destroy uh turn of the century hardcore hell yeah i'm looking forward to it i'm sure everyone else is too it'll be a fun I, book I, <laughs> now, thank you now may, now may i pose this to you i feel like that era of hardcore is largely overlooked anymore well, I'm trying, what? To, I'm trying to change this. Well, I, well, I, I thank you for that. So but was, I was going to say, why do you think? There was now a, I'm interviewing you. There was actually, there was actually <laughs> a So there's another question. I appreciate the to, assist. To add to that, on there was a video of us we put on, Insta- or on Instagram of us playing the last show at Cinco de Mayo, and someone commented, is thrash back? Mm, did and it ever go away? Is it back? I mean, fast bands have always existed yes, before and true. after and during. So you're saying it never left. So I'm just doing a snapshot of a certain time period. Right. But it's interesting, though, to me, because this happened uh, globally, somewhat simultaneously, and without the benefit of the internet, the internet having right. fully saturated our existence. Yeah. And so it was kind of neat to go, hey, wait a minute, there's bands in Japan, there's bands in Brazil, there's bands you know, in Europe. And they're all kind of playing this fast stuff. And eventually they all wound up at like, you know, Chicago Fest or, or Thrash Fest. <laughs> and it was like a gathering of the or, tribe. Or, or like, well, you're, you're yeah, doing yeah. this, you're doing this. Yeah, around 65. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, uh, yeah, there's always been fast fucking bands. And that's what rules. <laughs> and may they live forever. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like there's like still some of those OG thrash bands, like Crucial Sections, literally on tour with our friends. Yeah. There's like, 
there's like a weird Some thing though away. i would say where like it does seem to cycle through periods where like yeah people like not a lot of people can play really fast for some mm-hmm, reason mm-hmm. and then and then all of a sudden there's like an explosion and then all of a sudden there's like a ton of musicians who are equal equal to that music but then it like wanes or there's only a few bands that can do it and other bands they just kind of get slow again you know yeah. i don't know why that is i have no idea i, I what, assume what it's the drummers I, yeah it's the drummers the drummers, but I don't know why. The drummers why they, end why up being in four through? bands yeah if you look, I can't remember which band it was, but the drummer that was heavily tattooed that played in like Cut the Shit, The Rights, and all those bands. Matt. Matt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was in like four concurrent bands. <laughs> yeah, no. Think about that. Like, you know, so there's only so much that person can do. And yeah. the fast drummers are few and far between. Yeah. So yeah. I, I remember playing a show with. Um, with Fast Times when Matt was in the band oh, yeah. and when he oh, played yeah. when he, when he played standing drums up, standing up, standing up. <laughs> and he, that was and, sick and, he and there was a break and he jumped he over jumped. the drums it was, sick. It was awesome the guy was a machine wow. yeah. yeah I remember just I just remember like clapping and bowing to him at that moment <laughs> yeah. I was like this is what I want to see yeah, thank you I'm glad I was seeing that what happens next would do that too like do those build ups and then jump in the air but but Matt jumped over the drum set he didn't just jump behind it he jumped over the drum set and then he had to run around everybody back to the drum set it's funny because if I tried that beat and I thought it was amazing I want to say in the first fast time seven inch there's a picture of him jumping behind the drum there is yeah fast times is what brought me to New Jersey by the way, because I loved that band. They were so they were cool. Great. Yeah. And uh, I just made friends with them. And I thought like, hey, New Jersey's all right. <laughs> Be like saxophones. Oh. What's going Someone's on trying to, to break in. Hello. Oh, hey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, well, on that note, guys, thank you for joining me here up in the locker room. Thanks for having us. And, thank uh, you for having us. It's been yeah. fun. Yeah. Everybody great. check thank out you. their shit. Uh, Wallbreakerhc.bandcamp.com and then Wallbreakerhc on Instagram, I think. Yes. If not, at, Google at it. I don't care. There it is. Yeah. Dot, dot de. <laughs> <laughs> Just Google it. Dot TV. Google Wallbreaker, two words, not one word. There you go. Fair enough. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. See thank you, you later. Thank you. Okay. So that was Wallbreaker. Fucking sick band. Thanks to those guys once again for coming out here. Um, they made a day of it, you know. Like they they made a trek. They're all coming from state lines, multiple in some cases. And uh, I hear that some of them went out into the city and did some fun city shit afterwards. <laughs> if you're not from the tri-state area, or you know, like from the outer boroughs, or from Long Island, like myself, calling it the city is a thing that we do without even thinking about it. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid anyway um, speaking of the city if you're in the city on the day that this comes out you might want to go check out I'll call them the alum uh, one of the former guests Raw Brigade perform with a bunch of other really fucking sick bands at Flat Spot Worlds which is going on at Brooklyn Monarch uh, mad fucking good bands are playing I know Scowl uh, end it. I think King Nine is playing. Who else is playing? I think Buggin. Yeah, just maybe Jive Bomb. I can't remember. But Mad Good Bands are playing, and uh, I think there's still probably like a couple tickets left. I don't know if I'm gonna make it or not, but you should. And my homie Brian Valdivia is doing some sort of after show DJing. Keep your ear to the street for that shit. I don't know exactly what's happening. So, anyway, this won't be relevant if you're not listening to this on the day it comes out. 
So, whatever. But uh, hopefully you enjoy that shit on Saturday, April 8th. Otherwise, let's do some shameless self-promotion. If you're into some non-hardcore shit, if you're into some like 90s alternative, you know, you grew up and you liked feeling your feelings a little bit, go check out the Sugar Milk EP. You can get it at sugarmilknyc.bandcamp.com or you can check it out on Spotify, all these other shits, whatever it is. Uh, Feel your feelings for a little bit. That's about it for this episode. Uh, yeah, like I said, this is like number 12. So maybe I might announce a little something. Maybe soon. We'll see. To commemorate season one. Uh, haven't fully put the plans in. But, you know, just throwing it out there. Until next time, go check out Instagram, Up in the Locker Room. Twitter, Locker Room LIC. And, uh, yeah. We'll see you next time. Peace. Black. Digital.